Hallelujah. We're going to have the knowledge of who God really is. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you this morning. This is your word to your people, Lord. We are thankful for this first Sunday of 2021. Father God, we just ask for the wisdom. We ask that you speak to our hearts, that you speak to our lives, that you show us the way this year 2021. Holy Spirit, we submit. We allow you to use these lips of clay. We allow you to cause our hearts to listen and understand. Teach us how to benefit from your word to our advantage in the year 2021. Holy Spirit, we also pray that you open our spiritual inner ears. Father, let your word now flow unhindered and unchecked by the powers of darkness. Let me speak your word with so much precision and accuracy that your name and your name only will be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord this morning. I am excited by the theme God has given us for 2021. The year of... Uh, let's do it. The year of... We're going to ask Tuli to make sure it's up there. 2021 is the year of growing in the knowledge of God. Let's say together, year of growing in the knowledge of God. We got to grow in the knowledge of God. To those who are not here, I spoke about the three factors that are going to help us in this year, 2021. The key words that should never depart from your mind every single day is number one, knowledge. Number two, understanding. Number three, without those three things, 2021 will be a very difficult year for you. Amen? The word I said knowledge means information. Let's say together, knowledge is? What is understanding? Comprehension. And what is wisdom? The application. So we're going to get information about God. And we must comprehend the information. That means we must grasp what you're going to learn. And you're going to apply it in your personal life. Because there are advantages of knowing information about God for your life. You are so disadvantaged when you don't know the power of information and applying it for your own benefit. Christians are kicked left, right, and center because of ignorance. The Bible says my people perish for lack of knowledge. So refuse to be a dull Christian 2021. Refuse to walk like an ignorant Christian 2021. Paul talks about that we should learn how to defend our faith. A believer
believer must know how to defend your faith. Amen. As a believer, you need to know who is God. You need the knowledge. Who is God? Because we call God, there are so many gods. If someone walks up to you today, if I'm to ask you one by one, and they say to you, you know, I was going to so, so, so church, but I've come to you. I heard that Piola, you are a leader in PCIC church. You sing praise and worship and you speak in tongues. So I heard about you. I've come to you. Can you help me? I want to know God. How do I know God? Marian, how do I know God? Hmm? How do I know God? Tell me. You've been a Christian Winnie, for a long time. I've seen you holding your Bible every Sunday going to church. I was going to certain church, but I thought, let me come to you. Maybe you can help me. I've got something bothering me inside of me. How do I know God? Can you tell me? Most of us will respond like, go to church. Come to my church. Hmm? Mm -hmm. Come and talk to the pastor. I was laughing on Friday when I was a Thursday when I came here. There was a little Halloween door right down there. And I heard that the youth and the praise and worship team, they were like, well, let's wait for pastor. Let's wait for pastor. And then we'll see. Don't touch it. I'm like, uh, you don't know your God. He said you touch snakes and you're afraid of a Halloween door. Come on. We got to grow 2021 in there. Knowledge of God. So when I came in, they were so frantic. They, Come, let's show you. Let's show you. And again, there's just a Halloween door. I said, you guys, what's wrong with you? I picked it. I threw it in the trash. Do you know the power that you have? You got to know God for yourself. You can't wait. You can't tell somebody who needs help to say, I'm going to wait for my pastor. You have to know for yourself. They'll ask you, show me step one. Show me step one of knowing God. What do you say to them? Mm -hmm, let's Google together. Because yourself, you don't know. You know, we are in a world where people are saying, I'm empty. I've been going to church, but I'm empty. I, 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 I I feel empty. I'm tired of going to church and being asked to clap hands. And I just join hands and clap, but I don't know the meaning of clapping hands. I feel stupid doing it. I see people sometimes, you know, speaking in unknown languages. I mean, and I'm like, what's wrong with these guys? Are they okay? People have questions. Occasionally, they see you raise your hands and they're wondering, why are you doing it? Why are you raising those hands? What for? Is there a reason to raise hands in church? Oh, because pastor said, so now let's raise our hands. So you just raise like it's a ritual. Is it a ritual to raise hands in church? And some, they say, you know, I went to church. and I came to your church and I was told, you know, pastor said our church is an incubator. If you have a gifting, let us know and we'll let you go into the ministry that you feel comfortable going. And I started working as an usher, but I still feel empty. I don't feel anything. I feel empty. 
I'm tired of just going to church. I'm tired of doing all these rituals, pay tithes, give offering. What for? What is it all about? How are you going to respond about someone who says, I'm tired? Our children, right this time, they are a generation of internet. They spend more time on the internet. And if someone just wants to plant a seed in your child, they'll just ask a question. Who is God? Where is he from? And they just paste it and they post it on the, uh, what is you call it, on YouTube or on Facebook or whatever. Within three hours, it will have gone viral with all heresy that you can ever think of. Do you understand why you need to have the knowledge of who God is? Who is God? Why must you worship God? You talk of the will of God. What is the will of God? How can I understand my purpose? You talk of purpose, purpose. God has given me purpose. How? People need to know. Amen. So God has given us this year is a challenge. We find a great man in the Bible named Paul. He cries out at the height of ministry. He says, that I may know him. That I may know him. That I may know God. There is power in knowledge. You need to know. God. You need to have the knowledge of God in your life. Otherwise, a great man like Paul, why would he? He was doing miracles. Huh? He was doing signs and wonders. He was walking. I'm walking in power. I'm working miracles. I live a life of favor. You know who you are, but do you know who God is? I was listening. People defining that they have the knowledge of God. And you see a buffet of ignorance and you're like, wow. And this is coming from believers. These are believers, churchgoers. We need to be able to defend the faith. But we need knowledge. Someone says, oh, coming to church, you know, to know God, you need to know God so that you'll be so rich. So the other guy said, ah, so if it is all about getting wealth and riches, why should a person like uh, Bill Gates be a Christian? How do you respond to that? Because they've got a lot of money. So does that mean that rich people don't need God? If all we are coming to church for is to get a breakthrough for your marriage and for your finances and blah, 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 blah. Others, that's the only reason why you come to church. Church, we must open our eyes. You know, one thing I want us to understand as the year begins is that the world is very outspoken. You can't hush the world anymore. You got to know your stuff. Aha, uh -huh. they will ask you, 
Why, if God is a good God, why does he allow suffering? Why does he allow a newborn baby who is innocent, we haven't done anything to die with cancer? If you say your God is a good God, you say he's good, why will he send people to hell? They are asking all these questions. And church, we cannot continue to sweep these questions under the carpet. Study. No. Answer the people. Give them the right answers that they need. You can't continue to hush the world. No. It's time to speak to the world. We can't continue to speak in tongues when people are asking questions. There is a time to speak in tongues. And there is a time to get knowledge and understanding. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So your stability and your strength in church in the kingdom of God is having the knowledge of who God is. You cannot go know God anyhow. Mm -mm. There are methodologies. There are boundaries that are clearly defined about who God is. Hallelujah. So that means God can be learned. And we continue to learn even this day. God can be taught about. And we continue to be taught every single day. You can't just teach, pick anyhow because we had our own gods we used to worship in our cultures, in our families, in our traditions. So there is a confusion about God because they are gods. One day, my daughter woke up. She said, Mama, I had a warfare in my dream tonight. I said, what was it about? She said, this man, black evil man came and was tall. And he started harassing me in the dream. And he said to me, I said, in the name of Jesus, leave me. And he said, who is your God? In a dream, who is your God? You got to know who is your God. Because there are so many gods. This is why another uh, city in the Bible, uh, is it Athens, that says to an unknown God. To an unknown God. They worship a God that they do not know. But Paul had to come to their rescue and said, I have come to introduce a God to you. Hallelujah. It's true that God wants to bless us. We don't rule that out. But let me tell you that his hand is limited by the, by the, by the ordinance that he has spoken. That's what limits God. So if you are ignorant, no matter how much you pursue God, you pursue him the wrong way. And you might think that God does not answer prayers or God does not hear me when I pray. You know, a lot of people, they don't want to learn when they come to church. They want me to say, receive! Receive prosperity! Take it! Take it! Ah, go! And, ah, ah. and when you get home, you're like, there was fire at church today. There was fire. There was fire. If your God is fire, why are you living from paycheck to paycheck? They will ask you, how do you respond? Questions. 
Yet the Bible says, and people who know their God shall do exploits. Ha! People who know their God, they shall do exploits. There are risks that people should not take if they don't have the knowledge of God. Like the sons of Skeva. They had no knowledge of the God they were talking about. And demons made meat out of them. They were beaten like nobody's business. You go to Pharaoh and you say, Pharaoh, I have come. Let the Chizema family where I am born go. The Pharaoh of your family is there whether you like it or not. And they will ask you who sent you and you say, my God. And they will ask you who is your God. How do you explain to your Pharaoh who your God is? I know this, sound may, this may sound stupid, but let me help you. This is a reality. God wants us to face our ignorance. You know, there are times when you say, I know God, I know God, but the reality is, do you know God? We are going to study God 2021. Yeah. Who is ready to study God 2021? Yeah. I will talk about four platforms that will help us to know the knowledge of God. But today I will talk about only one. Amen. You know, before I speak, let me ask uh, Tuli, give us 2 Timothy 3, verse 15. I don't have it here. 2 Timothy 3, verse 15. And give us John 1, 1. Give us 2 Timothy 3. If you have your Bible, come on, open it up. Go to 2 Timothy. You need to underline that verse. 2 Timothy 3, verse 15. Okay, well, let's go. And that from childhood you have known the holy scriptures which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. Okay, give me John 1 verse 1. Okay. Praise God. All right, while she's looking for John 1 verse 1, I would like to say, I want to start, start by shedding light uh, on these two words that uh, the Lord has given us uh, to our theme. Let's go. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Okay, we'll read it up to verse 6, but for now, just wait. Maybe let's just read it up to 6. Vivas phase 2. I love everybody to read the word of God. You understand why? Because some of you, I know you don't even have time to read the Bible when you are at work. Let's go verse 2. Go to verse 3. Let's go. Okay. Let's go verse 4. 
Let's, 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 let's read that verse. Don't say comprehend, put understand. Come on. Let's go. And the darkness did not understand it. Let's go to verse 6. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. Amen. I want to just talk about two things first before I say anything uh, so that we understand the theme that God has given us. I will talk about the word grow. The Lord says growing in the knowledge of of God, right? I know we already know what the word grow means. It means to become larger and greater over a period of time, right? We call this development. Uh, some call it in biology uh, developmental what? Stages. So when you grow, you undergo natural development by increasing in stature and changing in your knowledge as well. I know there are five stages, some of us that we are common, uh, we all know about that are common. Uh, infancy stage, uh, a child is born in infancy, the child becomes a toddler, and then eventually they become an adolescent, and then they become middle adult, uh, young adult, and then eventually they become an adult or a parent. I've taught about these stages if you have time, go back to our YouTube and listen about spiritual growth, how to grow in the Lord through the stages of life. Amen? So as you grow physically, you develop, you increase in strength, you increase in the ability to think by yourself, you increase in the ability to make decisions and understand rationally. You help others and you live by your acts or by your decisions. You become appealing to the world, to people in relationships. You know, a guy says, I met this girl, but we don't understand each other. We don't get along. You know, the way she talks is not rich now. She's not, she doesn't reason the way I like. So she's not appealing to him. So I'll let her go or I'll let the guy go. We don't get to a point where we understand each other, right? So you get to appeal to others. You, you know, we become friends because we appeal to each other. We understand. We are appealing to each other. We understand each other so we can walk together. So you appeal. The Bible talks about Jesus that he grew in, in, the, in what? Can somebody say it loud? He grew in? It means he grew in the knowledge, in the wisdom, in the understanding. And he became to be appealing to people, right? So you develop... As you are born again as a Christian, we don't expect you to give your life to Christ today and you come here and you preach a sound word. Uh -uh. We know there is an infancy stage in life. We know you have to learn more about the word of God. It's only fools who are afraid to say, I don't know. Ignorance is not a sin. It only becomes a sin when you refuse to have that ignorance removed from your life. That's when it becomes a sin. Because if you read the verse that says, my people perish for lack of knowledge, he also says, because you have rejected knowledge, I'll also reject you. 
So it's common not to know something. That's why we say, uh, even for you to know God, you've got to be taught by somebody. You don't have to feel embarrassed that you don't know. And it's okay to ask questions. If you ask my students who come every Wednesday for Bible study, I tell them after I preach, go home. Look for yourself the scriptures. Go through, read the whole scripture and see if pastor gave you the correct teaching. Otherwise, I'll give you heresy and I'll take you to hell with me. The Bible says the church of Berea used to sit down and they would go through scriptures. They used to look at scriptures. They knew after pastor had preached, they would go. There are so many Christians who have been working with us for five years who are still in the adolescent stage. Some are still toddlers, still in diapers. There is no growth. There is no development. If a child becomes one year and still, still can't talk, still can't crawl, we say there is a problem. We go and consult a doctor. But as Christians, do we ever take stock of our lives to see where you are? Which stage of development are you on? Because if you don't challenge yourself, nobody's going to challenge you. This is why the Lord says it's the year of growing in the knowledge. Mm -hmm. Amen? Mm -hmm. Philippians 3, verse 10, this is Paul speaking. He says, I want to know Christ. I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being conformed to him in his death. Amen? John 17, verse 3 says, I want to know, I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being conformed to him in his death. What is knowledge? We said knowledge is information. For you to know something, there must be data, information, facts, right? Knowledge is information. Knowledge is in awareness acquired or gained by a person through understanding, maybe we could say a subject, or whatever you are being taught. I hope you are taking notes because you are not going to appear ignorant in front of an atheist or a Gnostic or a, a, a New Age movement person calling yourself a Christian, embarrassing yourself. Don't embarrass yourself. Those guys, they know their stuff. Christians, they come to church, they just say, receive, receive. I believe, I believe, I receive, I receive, and they don't even receive. Are you not tired? It's ignorance that we have, because we don't even know how should I receive a miracle or a breakthrough. But this knowledge will liberate your mind. You begin to know how to get your breakthrough for sure, for sure. A genuine breakthrough. Amen. Knowledge is to be aware of something as a result either of observing or asking or being told by somebody. You cannot know something unless you observe or you ask about it or you talk about it. So to be absolutely sure or to be familiar with something, you need to have knowledge of that thing. Amen? In most cases, knowledge is not, you know, the thing about knowledge is not just found anywhere, anyhow. But it is found 
in a very few people. And we still go to them and learn. Hallelujah. This is why we go to school to teach us. Because they found knowledge. And they need to impart that knowledge in us. If you knew everything, you wouldn't be going to school at all. For you to become an expert, an accountant, who is an expert, someone has got to teach you debit, the receiver, credit, the giver. Profit and loss. Balance sheets. Basics of accounts. We have got a lot of accountants in this church. Were you experts in accounts, all of you? Tell me. You used to have money. Your mom used to give you money for milk and a bun when you used to go to school. Were you an accountant? You used to eat all of it, including the seeds. But when you went to school, you acquired knowledge. You know how to invest. You know which one works and which one does not work. You are looking now for, uh, you are investing in stocks. You are investing in Bitcoin, uh, Visa, that just came, Amazon. You are now playing around with your money. Dividends, this and that. Did you used to know all that before? Somebody has to sit you down. This means we need certain level in our spiritual journey to be familiar with God. We need personal experience with God after we have been taught that we may have knowledge of him. 2 Peter 1 verse 2 to 3. Uh, but when you go home, you can read it from 2 Peter 1 to 8. Verse 2 to 8. It says, grace and peace be multiplied to you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ our Lord. His divine power has given us everything we need for life. Come on. And you still say, I can't have it. You doubt. Even after 21 days, someone is still doubting that you receive what you prayed for. It's because of ignorance. There is no knowledge of who God is. You pray to an unknown God because knowing somebody is knowing his character. For us to know you, if for those who have been in the human resources, if you want to hire somebody, what do you do? You do a resume check first. You get to receive the what? The resume, right? In Africa, we call it a curriculum vitae. You take a CV. That curriculum vitae is talking about that person. I see the picture of my secretary before I hire him. Is this the secretary I'm looking for? I'll only attach what I saw on the face, but I get familiar with his character just by looking at the resume. You can't be familiar with someone whom you've never seen their resume. For you to know God, number one, is through the word. I want to read verse, oh, I didn't finish verse three. His divine power is given us everything. Come on. Uh-huh, someone is not even getting it. His divine power has given us everything we need for life. Somebody still didn't get me. His divine power has given us everything we need for life and godliness through the knowledge. Through the knowledge. of who? 
It means if you have no knowledge of him, you struggle for life. He called us by his own glory and excellence. God is a God of excellency. This is why I always ask even my single children here, why do you settle for mediocre when excellence is there? There is excellence in God. We don't, we, we don't show off. Uh-uh. We serve a God of excellency. This is when we come to church, we don't come to church anyhow, looking anyhow. Uh-uh. We are presenting ourselves before a king. If today you are called to go to meet the president, some of you will go on credit to buy a dress and a pair of shoes. You go on credit. You wipe your account just to look presentable for a president who does not give you even a single thing. How about a king who gives you life? Who helps you to get the promotion where you're working? <laughs> you know the kind of things people compare with God, you feel pity for ignorance. That's why I said, sometimes as Christians, there's buffet of ignorance. If we hear that Beyonce is coming, hey, 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 hey. People will lose sleep here. Are you going to Beyonce? Beyonce, are you going to Beyonce? And they'll borrow money for tickets. They want to go and sit in front. The ticket is going for 2500 They come to God. Ignorance. Beyonce doesn't know your name. Even if you are sick, Beyonce cannot even help you. She cannot even give you $5 to say go to the doctor. But you come to God who is the creator of your life. Who made you who you are. For you to sit where you are sitting, it's not your wisdom. It's not your alarm that wake you up, forget it. To walk in those legs, hey, I, had a, I, fell, I fell and my leg sometimes, uh, what is it, stretched my muscle. I realized the importance of walking liberally. Ask those who don't have eyes. Ask those who can't talk. Do you really think you were so smart that God gave you all those things? You come to him, you say you deserve a dollar offering. You don't know the God you're serving. Beyonce deserves 2,500. Lady Gaga, the first ticket of 10,000. I heard people pay front seats. Am I right for those who used to go there or who goes? 10,000 front seats. Am I right? For, for soccer, what is it called? Football. Basketball. Front seats, $10,000 each. And they don't even know your name. They don't put a hedge of protection over your house. This God protects you from witches, from yourself. God protects us from ourselves because we can destroy ourselves. If you knew God, you would honor him as God. If you knew God, you would fear him. I don't mean terror. I mean fear, honoring reverencing God. Ignorance. That's why when we, when we read, it says they did not understand or comprehend anything about God because their mind was so blinded. Knowledge of God is a gift. It's grace. It comes through revelation. It doesn't just come. Now, uh, verse 8 it also says, for if you possess the, these qualities and continue to grow in them, they'll keep you from being 
ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. There are things in this Christian journey that you need to know how to live your life. 